If you're like most entrepreneurs, you've got certain areas of your business and life where things just flow easily and other areas where it seems like progress comes like pulling teeth. And ironically, oftentimes the things that you want the most or the areas where you have the greatest desire for progress are the very things that tend to be the most difficult. Well, today I'm sharing a technique I use called cross calibration. It's a simple process I use to unstick those areas of my business and life where progress and achievement have been stickier and to take those areas to a place of ease, flow and progress. You're listening to The Universe Has Your Business. It's the podcast for rising entrepreneurs, coaches, and changemakers who are here to achieve more while letting the universe do the heavy lifting. And I'm your host, Andrew Donovan. Well, I love this process that we're going to be talking about today. It's something that I've started implementing in my life just over the past couple of years, kind of a a little invention of my own. And it really came about when one day I was on a business trip and I was looking at a digital version of my vision board, which I just had on my phone. And I remember scrolling through these different pictures and there was like a a lot where I wanted to build a house. There was pictures of my uh, something to depict a healthy marriage. There was bank statement that had lots of money in it, you know, all the things you put on a vision board. And I remember I looked at this vision board and several of the things had already been come to pass. They were already in my life. And then there there was a small handful of other things that hadn't happened. And ironically, those were the things where I consistently put the most attention, where I was struggling the most, where I was really efforting the most to make things happen. And I remember thinking, geez, that's funny. So the stuff that I put on my vision board and basically just left alone all manifested. And then the stuff that I put on my vision board and obsessed over, that's the stuff where I felt the most stuck, where I felt like it was the hardest. There was the most struggle. Can you relate to this? There is usually in any entrepreneurial's arsenal or lineup of what's going on in their business and their life, there's usually a group of things that just happen really easily. Maybe you're a relationships expert and just relationships just come like is just a breeze to you. You just love nurturing people. You connect. It That's easy for you. But then maybe sales revenue is really tricky for you. Like you get all the people to line up, but you don't know how to make the money flow. Or maybe you're really good at organization and your business and life are just super organized, but getting followers is tricky. So that's most of us, right? We've got areas where we have little resistance and the flow just happens and the we just allow the cooperative components we need. We allow the universe to just deliver everything we need. And then there's those other areas like me and my vision board those many years ago where the the things that you really, really want, well, it's almost like your wanting pushes it away from you or your wanting makes it harder to obtain. And then sometimes we come up with these little stories and we say, well, God must not think I'm ready yet or I must not have proven myself worthy of the blessings yet or I must not have sacrificed yet and you know on and on the bullshit goes and I mean that in the most disrespectful way possible (laughs) because you deserve everything that you want and the wiser mind of this abundant universe that you live in is currently poised and ready and eager to deliver everything that matters to you okay so I think that this calibration exercise is a really good way 
to address some of those quote unquote stuck areas and to move them into a space where the energy just feels lighter, where the topics themselves feel like a lighter thing to think about, to talk about and to work on even. So are you ready for this? Let's go into this process. I call it, again, cross-calibration. And the reason why I came up with that name is because, well, I use the term calibrate all the time. You calibrate your energy. Every morning I wake up, I meditate, I write a list of positive aspects, or I journal about things that I appreciate, or I, I just choose an energy or an emotion that I want to calibrate to. And the reason why I do that is because the act of calibrating your energy means that you're putting off a different vibe. So let's put this into the context of what many people experience. That alarm clock goes off at 6 a.m. Eh, 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 horrible, heinous sound that's just irritating beyond belief. And you smack your phone to turn it off. And then maybe you begrudgingly pull yourself out of bed. You, you're you not very happy that it was nice and toasty under the covers. And now you're uncomfortable getting out of bed. And then you go and you stand in front of the mirror. And you look in the mirror and you say, oh my gosh, there are so many wrinkles. <laughs> and that's how you start your day. You have effectively calibrated the vibe that you are putting off to what? Just a lot of unpleasant stuff. Well, I like to do the exact opposite. I like to wake up in the morning to a very pleasant alarm tone on my phone. <laughs> and then I meditate and I calibrate my energy to something that feels really nice. And the reason why I do that is because I know that whatever vibe I am being that's what's coming my way, correct? If I am being the vibe of, of appreciation, of happiness, of excitement, even just of satisfaction and refreshment, whatever vibe I'm being, that's the signal I'm sending out into the universe, and the universe always answers in kind. That is law of attraction at its fundament. And so for that simple reason alone, I spend a lot of time during my days calibrating my energy. If I catch myself feeling that isn't a vibe I want to be, it's not a vibe I want to broadcast more of, I recalibrate. I'll take a nap. I'll meditate. I'll go eat a piece of chocolate, whatever. I'll go for a walk. So now let's take this, this idea of calibration back to the areas that are important to you in your business and in your life. So you've got those areas where there's a lot of ease and flow. All right. And I want you to think about those right now. Give yourself some credit because that's amazing that you've got certain areas of your business and your life where things just come naturally. Things just happen almost without any effort on your part. And if there is effort, it doesn't feel like effort because you're in flow. You're in alignment. Those are the areas where you have natural positive calibration. You, for whatever reason, you're probably playing to your strengths. You're probably acting in areas where you developed healthy beliefs in your childhood, whatever the reason is, you've got those areas where you've got just a healthy, natural calibration. Congratulations. That's really great. And then those sticky areas, the areas of your business where achievement just pain in your ass. Well, those are the areas where I'm going to just lay it up plainly for you. Those are the areas where your calibration kind of sucks. <laughs> and the reason why I know that is because when you're calibrated to ease and flow, things flow easily to you. Okay. So if you're struggling to get the sales revenue or you're struggling to get the followers or, or technology is just your nemesis and, and hates you, well, your calibration in those areas is not what you want it to be. Is this clicking for you? So 
the answer is not to make yourself calibrate differently. That always gets people more stuck. You you look at the thing that's not working out for you and you say, all right, I've just, I'm, you know, I should probably think on this more. I should probably obsess over it more and be a responsible entrepreneur and focus a lot more on this problem in order to make it shift, which of course you already know from other conversations we've had, that's not how it works because now you're just calibrating to more problem. So here's the trick. The energy around a subject is wherever you left the subject last. So let's say that your last interaction with your business bank account was you opened up your bank account and it didn't have enough money and you just felt like a failure. You just thought, gosh, I suck, right? <laughs> My business is just not taking off and blah, 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 blah. You had a whole internal dialogue, drummed up a lot of momentum. And by the time you left that topic, because the next thing was on your calendar or you had to go make dinner or whatever... By the time you left that subject, you had a particular energy about that subject. You had calibrated to a specific energy around that subject. Well, the next time you come back to that same subject, the energy is just where you left it last. So the question then becomes, how on earth do I ever make progress? If the energy is where I last left it, <laughs> then aren't I stuck here forever? <laughs> That's one of the concerns that I had. And it really was the inspiration for creating this little cal cross calibration process. And so I'm going to explain what the process is. And I invite you to take notes. If you don't have anywhere to write, don't worry. The process is in the show notes here for you, Kim. And if you, uh, if you are taking notes, then write these down as I go through them. And I'll go through the whole process and explain each step along the way and then kind of wrap it all up, all right? So there's five steps in this process. They're really simple. Step number one is you identify the general emotion around the blocked or the obstacle-laden subject, all right? So don't get stuck in the weeds of the subject itself. That's where you just are, continue to endlessly recalibrate to the same cycle of problems, all right? Just identify the general emotion around the subject. So let's take that money example. You opened your business bank account. What was the emotion that someone might feel in that situation? And you might say it's fear. You're afraid, you know, you won't be able to pay the bills, whatever, but don't get in the details again, just the emotion. Let's say it's fear and a little bit of shame because you thought you should do better. Okay. Fear and shame. Step number two is leave that subject on the back burner. Now, this is one of the most difficult things for a lot of folks, including myself, because once you've identified the problem, well, the human tendency is to want to solve the problem. Some of us have avoidance patterns, not me. I'm a, let's just address this head on. Let's just grab it by the ears and just wrangle it into shape, right? So a lot of us have the tendency to identify a problem and then think that the responsible thing is to harp on the problem until we can whip it into shape. But step number two in this framework is to leave that troublesome subject on the back burner. And the reason why you would do that is because, well, your tendency is probably to get caught in the weeds of all the detail around that subject. And again, when you do that, you just recalibrate eternally and cyclically around the problems that make up that subject. All right. So step two, leave the subject on the back burner. Just acknowledge that it exists. It is what it is you will get to it eventually, and you will, I promise you this, you'll get to it later, so just put it on the back burner in your mind and put your focus somewhere else, which is step three. Step three is find a different subject where your energy is naturally high. Now, 
This was one of the hardest disciplines I've ever taken, uh, made part of, of my operation, the way that I show up. Because again, I like to address problems head on. So the reason why step three is to find a, a different subject where your energy is naturally high is because if you can start, if you can recalibrate your energy, your set point, your emotional set point, the vibe that you are being and broadcasting to a better energy than the energy that you had with that troublesome subject, well, that's a great place to be, right? So you pick a completely different subject, maybe, and, and it might not be related to your business, friends. <laughs> it might be you're really good at your new hobby of crocheting little signs for people in your neighborhood. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe a different subject where your energy is naturally high is thinking about your grandkids, your cute little brand new grandbaby that is just so full of love and so full of light. And, and it just takes no effort at all for you to find a high vibe state of being whenever you think about this grandkid, all right? So I've got a few of those subjects in my life. One of my go-tos is my nieces and nephews because they're all little kids right now because I'm the oldest in my family. And these, these little kids, they are just, they're so eager. They're so full of life. Every time I think about them, I just effortlessly feel high emotion. And so that's one of my go-tos when I need to recalibrate. So one of the sticky points that I found as I was coming up with this process is I thought, okay, so now I found a subject that has higher energy, but the other subject that kind of sucks, that still has the shitty energy. So I still want that one to improve. So how do we get there? All right. So here's what you do. Step number four is now that you've fixated, focused on a different subject where the energy is naturally higher, now you're going to become very familiar with that subject and the energy around that subject. So what I did for many months is I would take out my iPad and I, that's where I do all of my writing exercises, my journaling, and I would literally write lists of positive aspects around these subjects where my energy is naturally high. Why would I do that? Think about this for a minute with me. I want to train myself to be in those higher vibes more of the time. Because if I think about my nieces and nephews, if I think about cycling up the canyon along the river in the midst of all those beautiful trees and the fresh air, if I think about the, the subjects that are naturally high vibe subjects for me, and I spend a little bit of time each day writing it down, doing that kinesthetic exercise, training my, my that connect, that, you know, utilizing those neural links between my hand and my brain and, and really just immersing myself in those high vibe feelings, well, I'm learning to be those more of the time and it becomes more and more my nature, my character it becomes more of who I am fundamentally of how I'm being. Does that make sense to you? And so I literally would do this for months and I still do it just so you know, okay, I have not quit the practice. I've been doing it for years now and I write down all just, I mean, pages of little bits about of these positive aspect, high vibe subjects that just come naturally to me. And I practice the high vibe feelings. I practice the high vibes. Are you getting that? It's practicing the high vibes. Now, what we've done so far is to recap. Step one, we identified the general emotion around the blocked obstacle, okay? Or the, blo the block of the obstacle, that troublesome subject. 
And and that got us out of the details. We just said, okay, I'm feeling discouraged about that, whatever. I'm feeling fearful, whatever. And then step two, we put it on the back burner. We said, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that eventually. It is what it is right now. I'm gonna back burner it just for a minute. And we set it aside. Step number three, we found an entirely different subject where our energy is naturally high. Step number four, we become very familiar with that subject and the better energy around that subject, all right? And we practice it. You might do those writing exercises that I do. Or when you talk to your friends and they say, how are things going? Don't say, oh my gosh, you won't believe this awful part of my business that really sucks right now. When someone says, how's it going? You say, what? You say, uh, let me just tell you, I'm having the best day. I was, I woke up in the morning and just was thinking about my nieces and nephews. They are so cute. They bring so much joy into my life. I'm so lucky to have these people in my life. Wow, what a great life I have. Okay, that's what you talk about. <laughs> you practice that energy. The, you practice those high vibes. And finally, we have come to step number five in this cross calibration exercise, which is bring the energy, aka the feeling of that new improved subject back to the original subject. So you can literally do this like at the end of your meditation in the morning and just visualize an energy transfer. Imagine you've got a little ball of energy that represents the original subject and you've got a ball of energy that represents the the high vibe subject and literally visualize an energy transfer from the high vibe subject to the old subject and just see that old subject, that little ball of energy that makes up the old subject becoming brighter and cleaner and purer and freer. And if visualization's not your thing, then feel the energy transference. But the point of it is though, that you are this incredibly powerful conscious creator and you absolutely have the ability to shift and mold and shape energy. The reason why you usually get stuck in the process is because you think of the troublesome subject, whether whatever it is, and you think, I've got to use my intellect to solve the details of the subject so that it can change and so that I can eventually have what I want, which, which just, again, gets you stuck in more details. The reason why this process works so well is because You've already got those subjects in your life where the energy is flowing so freely and beautifully. And, it, and then you practice that high vibe state of being. And it becomes more and more of your character and how you think about things, how you process information. And then you consciously say, I'm going to invite that same energy into these other subjects where maybe it's been stickier before, but they don't have to stay that way because I've tuned my vibration. I've tuned my alignment. I've tended to the vibe that I am giving off and I'm going to invite some of that improved mindful vibe into these other subjects. Do you see how much easier that is? Do you see how much simpler that feels than the feeling of, you know, the stickiness where you're stuck in the weeds of all the details? So I'm really excited for you to be able to implement this and, uh, and excited to hear some of your feedback too as you practice this. If you found something useful or you're, uh, you had a light bulb go off, do me a favor, scroll down, hit that subscribe and hit that rate and review button and leave us just a little note about what you learned in this episode. And as always, share this with any colleagues or friends and family who would benefit from this. That's how we get the message out. Thank you for being here with me. And I'm excited for you to implement this. Give it a little bit of time. Give it, do this for a few weeks, see what happens. And I'm excited for those sticky areas to become free flowing, easy areas for you. Mm -hmm.